the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66, 2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with him and trust that he is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our words of healing in Psalm 147, 3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Kensukuri Ministries, starts now. Welcome to the show. We are here. We are really excited because we have a phenomenal guest. Brittany is here. I'm here. I'm Suzanne. I think the show is going to be one of the best we've ever done. Absolutely. Brittany just keeps connecting us to women that are connecting to God, and I love it. He is good. He is creating a net. I'm just awestruck at what we're doing. You sent me a text a couple of days ago, and you said, this is going to be a huge show. And I went to Jenny's website, which we'll talk about in a minute, and read about her ministry, and I'm just flabbergasted at the work that's being done, at the connection that's happening, and that we get to talk about it every week. Yes, and you know, Kinsakori Ministries said this radio program in particular, what we focus on is we focus on, uh, number one, the testimonies of women and really understanding the word of the testimony and how important it is. But we also very much so focus on the mantles that have been picked up and placed on individuals and other ministries so that we can co-labor in carrying and lifting those mantles as the vision is also being protected by us as well. So all of us have a different vision. Every single one of us, Jenny has been given a vision. I've been given a vision. All of us have been given a vision. But if we do not understand the importance of being co-laborers in the Lord, then what we are going to do is we are going to miss so many pieces that the Lord has created us to be. We are an army. And what we are doing is the Lord has given me a vision of us surrounding the messengers of each of these vision carriers, because the message is the Lord's message to us. And so there are so many mantles being placed on Esther's, Mordecai's, Deborah's, Paul's, Priscilla's, Hannah's, Anna's, and the list goes on. But if there is not fellow ministries willing to understand that us as individuals, we have an important job to protect those visions, protect and co-carry those mantles. What we are going to see is that that bride of Christ that is mentioned in the Bible will never come to fruition. And so we really have to understand that we tread on dangerous territory right now, dangerous territory, and we are leaving God's call 
to others on their own if we do not co-labor. And so basically what we are called to do is we are called to look at each other as more important than ourselves. Look at those visions. Look at those mantles as more important than the ones that we have even placed on our own. And we believe that we are called to so many scriptures right now for such a time as this. Jeremiah 31, 22 says, there will come a day when woman will encompass a man. And I've spoken about that scripture before. Do I believe that we are here where a woman is going to take over the world? No, absolutely not. But when we read in the Hebrew and the Greek about women and the words that are used about women, many of those words are very similar to Holy Spirit, right? And the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is the comforter, the mother figure. The part of this Godhead that wraps his arms around the ministries and breathes life into the visions and helps them come to fruition. And there is going to come a day when that happens. And I believe that Jenny her voice movement. This is one of those movements that we are being called to wrap our arms around pastors, leaders of other ministries. This is a call for a united front and an encompassing where we wrap our arms around the church as a whole, the capital C church protecting God's people. And that has not quite happened yet. Jeremiah 31, 22 has not happened yet, but I do believe that we are at that time. And so, Jenny, I am so excited that you are here. What I would love to hear from you is the call that the Lord has given you. And when we answer the call, why do we need to understand that this call, Jenny, is for all women, all ministries, all churches to take this and co-labor with you? If you could just share that piece and and if we have time, just a real quick piece about what the vision the Lord has given you, that if we do not do this, if we do not call and answer the calls to the urgency of such a time as this, like Esther did. If we do not, what do we face? If you could just take that piece and run with it, I would be just so excited. And then Susan can ask some questions because I know that Susan Susan was reading about it. And so if we could just finish off really explaining to the listeners how to be a part of this and what the end result will be. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so excited to be here today. So just stop me if I get rolling and we need to go another direction. No, this is great. Um, You could wake me up at 3 a.m. and I could start talking about this because God is so deeply embedded a war cry and a rally the troops mandate. Yes. And I can't get away from it if I wanted to. So here we are. Yep. and that's how God works, right? He, yep. he kind of puts your finger on you. You pray a dangerous prayer. And then next thing you know, you know, he's recruiting you into something bigger than you that's planned. Right. But I believe that every listener today is being invited to be a part of the solution to a country that is in desperate need, a desperate need to come Amen. back to the Lord. And God is not withholding his hand from America. That's right. He that's is right. simply waiting to collaborate with the people of God to step into the spheres of influence and do exactly what he said in Genesis one twenty eight. He said to fill the earth and govern it. 
I love that. So, So Jenny, before you keep going, let's just say the name of your ministry, because I bet people are really excited to say, what are they talking about? They're so excited. We didn't do a normal intro like we normally do. We just jumped in. I mean, I have been bouncing for this. So tell us about HVM, which is how it appears online. What is it? Her Voice Movement. Yeah, Her Voice Movement. And you can go to... The domain is her voice, and then movement is shortened, so it's M-V-M-T. So hervoicemovement.com, and we're also on social media, of course. Perfect. But um, her voice started back in 2011, and I was in the marketplace in business, and that, that was my entire world. But because I was so greatly impacted by the Holy Spirit, I basically gathered anybody that I could influence in life and introduce the Holy Spirit to them and saw them get saved, set free, delivered, all the things. And so God really anointed my husband and I in the marketplace to bring the gospel there. And that was really amazing. And so I started doing these little quote-unquote side retreats, like, hey, maybe we can just snag a weekend and I can grab you guys and equip you and let's just see what we can do. You know, it was a side thing, okay? (laughs) And you know, I love how God just goes along with our plans until he doesn't, right? And so we found ourselves almost in every state of the United States going to people's homes, churches, retreat centers, as we were invited to come and equip ladies. And it was just incredible. You know, I've seen two scoliosis back straighten up. I've seen blind eyes open, deaf ears open, marriages healed, churches planted. It's just been a phenomenal ride. Well, it brings us now into a, it, it, it basically tsunamied my life. Okay. Yes. The whole ministry tsunamied <laughs> my life, which was totally great. And God gets his way and that's wonderful. And we still are in business, but we are really taking on this mandate that God asked for us to do, which was to gather women across the globe and specifically the United States of America and build a prayer movement. So we are a prayer movement. And what we do is we gather women in different cities across the U.S. and pray for them. And what we've noticed is women who have their voices locked up, right? So we don't want to go to Washington, D.C. God's going to call a million women to Washington, D.C. We don't want to show up just in number. Mm -hmm. We need to show up in strength. Amen. And that means, yeah, that means our voices need to be unlocked. And what we found along the way, and I didn't know this until I just started getting in the middle of people's lives. But I didn't realize that a woman who has been traumatized, which is basically all of us at mm-hmm. some level or another, wounded, um, maybe neglected as a little girl in her family. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the case might be. Okay. If that hasn't been healed and that has not been touched and encountered by the Holy Spirit, that woman is trapped. That's right. She's trapped and she can't use her voice. And as much as we say, come use your voice, come to Washington, come do these things, you know, there's somebody on the inside saying, I would love to, I would love to, but I'm stuck. And so we have just made a commitment to get in front of as many women as we can uh, to pray for them and really unlock their voices. And then that's when God said, hey, this is not like an arbitrary unlocking of voices. This is a gathering of a million women who will come together in one day Amen. on the mall, the National Mall in D.C. And so 
the day that we are looking at really uh, Lou Engel, you know, since been working with him, which is such an honor, but he's been carrying this in his heart for a long time, which I didn't know. He, he had a million women to the mall in his heart, true dreams. One of the dreams that he had was God telling him that these women going to Washington is the last stand for America. That's right. Like, this is it. And I know yes. that sounds so dramatic. It no. sounds so like, okay, calm down, you know. But I've since learned just in the last six or eight months or so, wow, this is this truly is the last stand. Yes. And I think we're all starting to see. America is in a situation that where something must be done. And the people to do the something is the church That's of right. Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. So if we stand back and wait for somebody really great, some leader really great to come along and put the truth back in culture, and we're not willing to do it, I think we are fooling ourselves. And so God clearly said to fill the earth and govern it. And so we are the truth tellers. You know, we are all missionaries. We're citizens of heaven, ambassadors that are here to put the truth and love on the earth. And so if we're expecting somebody else to do that in our schools, in our in media, in business, in churches, like, hey, somebody else can put the truth in. Well, okay, hold on a minute, but we are the truth tellers. Like, the other people don't know the truth. Mm -hmm. So we can't look at a drag queen, we can't look at transgender people, we can't look at LGBTQ and point our finger and say, oh my gosh, they're so gross, they're so disgusting, they're such liars. You know, we have to look at this and say, hold on a minute. We abdicated our responsibility to fill the earth and govern it. That's right. And so we created a vacuum. And it's a hard pill to swallow. Like a lot of Christians don't want to think that maybe we had a big part to play in this thing consuming our children. But I believe that the first step to transformation is to own our part. And so I believe that God is just inviting us back into culture. He's inviting us back to use our voices in school boards as parents. You know, we have a right to look at all the curriculum. We have a right to sit in the classroom all day long, actually. We have parental rights. And so we're going to get educated here real quick on what we need to be doing. But all that to say is give everybody some context. You know, I'm just, I'm doing these retreats. I'm kind of minding my own business, really. You know, I'm doing my, I'm doing this ministry that God asked me to do, bringing the voices of women. And it's been fun and rewarding. And then one day, you know how it is, God will mess you up. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And... He said to me, I wasn't even praying. I was just in my bedroom. I think I was like making my bed or something. And he said, there's a million women, Jenny. It's not just a handful of women in a retreat center. It's a Mm -hmm. million women who will turn the nation back to me, is what he said. And I thought, well, that's, that's awesome. I would never know how to influence that many people. I don't have that kind of influence. And he basically said, yeah, no one does. No single person does. But if I pull streams of people together. Amen. A million is yeah. easy. Ten million yeah. is actually easy. Yes. And, you know, Jenny. Um, and so I knew. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, as as you're talking about this, I'm thinking on the side of my head that is thinking about the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, all the people now that are not affiliated to a religion. And, and this is happening mm-hmm. in record numbers in our country. We are not. Wow churching in a unified way no, we're anymore. Not. We're just we're just not doing it. And so I love that it's been put to you. I hate to burden you with this, but it has. I mean, you have been anointed to gather us back together as women 
because it's the women who hold the fort down, who manage the time, who are the mainstays of the family, which gets everybody to church. I mean, how many people do, how many men do we know that they will not cross their mom or their grandma? That's right. About going to church. That's right. They'll cross the wife a little bit, but once the, the woman steps into that role of matriarch and leader, and how do they do that if their voices are shut down? So I love what you're doing because we can be shut down by trauma, like you said. We can also be shut down by all of the other sins, arrogance. That's right. Greed. That's right. Separatism, you know, from our families and, and not caring for our families and going to work and just saying, well, you just deal with dinner or whatever. So there's so many mm-hmm. reasons why what you're doing is so critically important to the culture right now. Wow. Yeah, I want to share a vision I had. When I say vision, it's just a visual, you know, mm. it's just, I think in pictures, that's how God talks to me a lot. Yes. And to understand something, he'll show me a picture and mm. he'll say, look at that picture. And now you might understand a little more. And the picture he showed me, because I very much know that I would not be where I am today without my husband, who right. has basically said, yeah, you have that's to right. do this. That's right. Sorry, Jenny. Yeah. Uh, your feelings are great and everything, but dry your tears and let's get going. He is a big reason why I haven't quit somewhere along the way when it would have been really easy to right. when nobody really cares if you're doing stuff, you know, but yeah, I had a Mordecai. That's right. I had a Mordecai in my life who wouldn't let me quit, saw the gift on my life and said, dry your tears. It's time to roll. <laughs> you know? That's right. And I honor him for that. And I, he's been that to other women. He's been that for women who don't have a husband who's supportive or who don't have maybe a husband at all. You don't have to be married to a Mordecai. But he showed me this was an Esther Mordecai movement. Yes, it and is. And the picture he showed me, the visual, was a bow and an arrow. Yes. And he said, I'm sending the arrows out. Those are the women. The yes. women are going to be shot out front. And when, when an archer releases the arrow, nobody stays looking at the archer. Every right. head follows the arrow. That's right. To see where it lands. Mm-hmm. So the eyes are going to be on the women. That's right. Because God is shooting them out. However, if you back up the story for just a minute, God is asking the men to be the bows because an arrow can only go so far, so fast. And with only a certain amount of accuracy, if it doesn't have a bow, I mean, just think about a bow being flung by a human hand, by human effort versus a bow. You know what is so incredible? It's a game changer. I have to tell you. So my pastor and I were, were very good friends. And when we were talking about originally with Kinsakori, with the, the women and the men, right? Because there's this tug and this pull that the enemy wants to be, right, for power. And so you had this liberal movements that would come up shutting down yep. our men. And that is what the enemy used to shut the women down. And so the Lord yep. had shown me a spear. And what he had shown mm. me was that man was the physical piece of the spear, the actual rod. And so... Yep. And the woman would go in and the man would go in with the spear, throw the spear. And as he threw it, the dagger would go in and create a hole and create a space where the woman could come in, be the comforter, be Mm. the peace of the motherly figure of the Lord God Almighty. And that Mm. as strong as the man, as strong as a soldier could be is how much damage that spear could go into the realm, into a brick wall, let's say, and that spear could go in and do more damage the stronger the man was. That is exactly 
what the Lord has shown That's us right. for Kinsa Corey. Wow. We need our wow. Mordecai's. We need our men to stand up. In Psalm 82, 3, it says, defend the defenseless, the fatherless, and the forgotten, and the dis- disenfranchised, and the destitute. Your duty is to deliver the poor and the powerless and liberate them from the grasp of the wicked. And it said that the very end of that Psalm 82 is all arise for now God takes his place as judge. And I think that right now that is the era that we are now in this dangerous era of because my church has not stood up unified, our God is going to be our judge. And that is a major warning. It's a beautiful warning because if we do unite, like what you and I were talking about, and Susan is absolutely right. If we do not unite because we are not looked at and the world right now is a unified front. If we do not do that, the Lord is laying down that I will be judged. I will come across because he will never be defeated. And so this is a mm-hmm. major piece of the puzzle of we have to get behind. And as there are movements, Jenny, as there are movements, we all have to get behind one another. That is how we do this. And we protect one another. We shield one another and the visions that God has placed on each of us. And if we do not do that, we leave one another vulnerable. We cannot say, oh, well, I want to do a prayer group too. So, I mean, then do a prayer group, but why not unify with the rest? Mm -hmm. Why not, Jenny? And so we have about four minutes left. I really want to talk about what the warning was that you heard from the Lord. This is Susan hasn't heard this yet. What the warning was, because I received a very similar warning about our women. So you received one about children. I want our listeners to hear this and our church leaders and ministry leaders to hear this. Yeah, this could be the most important part of the broadcast, honestly. It is. So you're going to want to share this. Every listener is going to want to share this with other people because it's a really big deal. So in 2021, I was in Portland, Oregon. That's where I live. And, you know, things were pretty crazy, as people saw. And I just said, okay, the church has moved to the outskirts. We're kind of benched right now. This is not good. And I asked the Lord a simple question. What's it going to take for the church to stand up and fight? United. Like, what would that be? Because right now, standing six feet apart, church is shut down, putting masks on our children's faces to go to school. Like, apparently that's not bad enough. And so, God, what is it? And he said something to me that has continued to rattle me. And the answer was, when they take your kids. And I said, okay, hold on. Okay, wait. I didn't know what he meant by that. And I don't have the time to really unravel that except to say this. Three days ago, I prayed and I said, God, do we need a glimpse of what it looks like if we don't unite and the women don't come together and the Mordecais don't come together? Like, do we need a glimpse? Because sometimes it's a little helpful to see the alternative that's right of not doing this maybe that's the motive well a friend christy johnson super credible person yes she is from australia yes she shares with me a dream and in february of this year she had a dream she released it and then the lord said pull it back i I don't want you to release it yet so she pulled it back and then she had a dream two nights in a row that she released it right now and we're going to actually release it today as well but the dream was that there were kids, and I don't say this to have any fear. I say this because you need to get a prayer hub. Absolutely. And you need to get praying 
Because prayer is the antidote to evil. It will unhinge the evil. Yes, it will. That is coming after your family. Yes. I need to say it really plain. The evil that's coming after your family. The devil hates your family. He hates your kids. Yes. He hates your marriage. He hates truth. He hates God. Okay. So in order to be a warrior right now, we have to pray. And we will be just fine if we do. But the dream was children were being drugged out of homes by their feet. And it was government officials saying, no, we're doing this for your own good. And parents were screaming their heads off. She saw the words contagion 2025, and it was a virus. It was a man-made virus that had been released in the United States of America. All of a sudden, men and women hit their knees at the boundary of their homes because you have total authority over your home in the spiritual and the natural. And it was like a bloodline around the blood of Jesus around the home. They hit their knees. They began wailing out to God, God, protect our family. God, protect our children. A force field came over the home and those families were protected. It happens to be on the WHO website. It says catastrophic contagion. And there's a simulation going on right now through the Bill Gates Foundation to figure out what they'll do if a virus called contagion is released and will be aimed at kids. I'm going to stop you there. I want to continue this piece. Please listen to the next podcast next week, and we're going to continue onto this piece right here. You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to kkht.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit kintsukoriministries.com, K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.